Hello and welcome to Talking SME, our quickfire chat with business leaders. I'm Jane O'Gorman, Director of 10 to 2, experts in flexible recruitment and consulting. And I'm very pleased today to welcome Jim Simpson, founder and CEO of ZipTech Services. Hi, Jim. Welcome and thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, Jane. That's no problem at all. Jim, you founded ZipTech uh, about 17 years ago, I believe. What, what was the inspiration for you in setting up your own company? I had uh, I had been a, uh, a turnaround CEO working for uh, VCs uh, right. on software companies. Mm-hmm. And they were all sort of 50 to 100 uh, person companies. And all of them had a problem managing their IT. And previously, I worked for bigger companies, and I was used to IT just being done for me. And now right. suddenly it wasn't. Um, so that was really one of the sort of reasons. And the second one, I was approached to manage the MIA operation of a company that had a new kind of technology that allowed support companies to remotely control people's PCs and servers. So those two things came together and I thought, this is a good idea. I need it and here's the product that allows me to deliver it. And that's why I started. Amazing. And what what do you feel, Jim? And obviously that's been, you know, it's great 17 years on almost and here we are, but what do you feel for you has been the biggest changes that you've noticed, say in the workplace since the company first launched? I think, I think the way we all work has changed really significantly. You know, everything from turning up to the office every day now, to the flexibility of the hours, to where people are located, to, you know, I used to turn up and wear a collar and tie and all that kind of thing. So it's it's changed. It's changed really radically. And I think personally, I love that flexibility. And I think that's been really good. So that's sort of one of the things. Absolutely. And and I agree, you know, we have seen changing times, you know, particularly post-pandemic. I think we've seen a big change in that too, which has probably accelerated a little yeah. bit, you know, that the flexibility. The pandemic seems to have accelerated every trend, doesn't it? And certainly it's accelerated that one. For sure. Um, yeah, for sure. The, the other big change that I think I've seen is obviously we're a you know, zip tech services, a technology consulting and outsourcing company. So, uh, I kind of sort of would say this in a sense, but the other big change is in the use of technology. That has changed absolutely massively. Nothing moves, happens without technology now. And that was different way back in the beginning. Uh, And the other thing is the board's attitude to technology has changed. They used to Mm. see technology as a cost, and I used to evangelize it as an investment that really helped transform your business, and they would kind of roll their eyes at me. Mm. No, they do the opposite. They tell me first, before I can say anything, that (laughs) technology is being used to transform their business. So they've really shifted from one extreme to the other. Yeah, that is quite a shift. It's a bit like that sense of flexibility, isn't it? Being yeah. a, bo- a bonus rather than something that could be a hindrance. But um, yeah. obviously, you know, it's been challenging times <laughs> at the moment, a bit of a volatile climate. What what do you see as some of the, the biggest challenges that, that businesses and 
and business leaders are facing over the next two to three years? I mean, I would say that people are still, it's sort of, it's an evergreen challenge, isn't it? People Getting good quality people um, is really hard and it, it always has been. I still think it is. And I think people expect much more out of their workplace and their employment. And if you don't live up to that and the way that you treat them and manage them and deal with them, then, then they move on very quickly or won't join you. So I think that that's a you know, very big, you know, a very big challenge, um, finding really top quality people. That's particularly so, <clears throat> that's how we met, of course. Uh, and that's, Indeed. That's particularly so, I think, in the IT industry, because nobody's using less IT. Everybody's using significantly more IT post-COVID. And that's put huge, huge pressure uh, on the IT industry. Uh, I, I'm not going to complain about that, but what it means is there are just not enough experienced IT people, technology people to go around. Uh, therefore, it's really hard to get them and keep them. Yes. That's sort of the first one, I think. I think the second one is sort of in a way underpinned by technology is, is the speed of movement. Everything moves so fast now, <laughs> you know. We're also yeah. plugged in, connected, messaging, videos, mobile phones, you know, and, and if you don't respond to something immediately or something doesn't happen immediately, then it's a problem. So so the cycle time for everything has has really uh, it's speeded up dramatically. The amount of time for everything is reduced and people's expectations of, of how quickly you respond. Yeah, we're switched on, aren't we? Yeah. Indeed. We are. We're all plugged in these days. <laughs> Why do you think it pays, Jim, to be a, a digital savvy director? Sort of, I guess, for some of the reasons that we've talked about. There is no business that I know, I'm sure there are some out there, but there's no business that I personally know that is growing significantly without being un underpinned by the significant use of technology. And, and new competitors are springing up in old industries using technology different ways, destroying the incumbents and in the previous companies. So I think that to stay current in this incredibly fast moving world where technology underpins everything, I think directors have to understand the potential of technology. They don't have to understand how to implement it themselves. They don't have to be IT people. They don't have to be sort of out with their screwdriver or writing code or anything like that, but I think they have to understand what it can do to transform their business. So see technology from a business perspective. And I think I think if, if directors don't do that, and directors in another company will, and things move so fast that it, one could very quickly be uncompetitive. That's a really good point. <clears throat> and in fact, uh, touching on that, Jim, you actually... You set up yourself a director's briefing in 2013, and I think that's something you run quite regularly in the city, and actually even during the pandemic, I think, online. But why why a director's <clears throat> briefing? And so we run it. Important? Yeah, we run this at the London School of Economics, and mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a small group of people. We limit it to about half a dozen. And it's a facilitated discussion around a topic 
of technology that is relevant to business people. So it's business oriented, it's the business use of technology and how it can transform or change companies. In fact, we don't invite IT companies, IT people along to it. It's specifically for business people. Right. We originally set it up for our own clients to keep, because things are changing so fast, uh, we wanted to keep them informed and give them good guidance and advice so they could see these things I and mean, actually demonstrate them and show them and, and they get a chance then as well to discuss it with the other half dozen other directors in the room and say, oh, yes, we do that already. Or, oh, I think that will be useful in my business in that way. And that benchmarking or sharing of ideas among people, I think, was really valuable. And then it became so popular, we opened it up to you know other businesses that we work with and that we know we aren't necessarily clients. And we've now had... I think four or five hundred attendees over over the years. Wow. And so, yeah, some CEOs have sent their entire board along to it after they've attended it because it's the kind of thing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because it, it's, it's not information they're getting anywhere else because techies are really bad at bridging this divide between business and technology and, and the two speak of different languages. And and therefore, I think the business people um, aren't getting this information, and that's why people are sending around their 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 whole their whole board. It makes sense. It definitely <clears throat> makes sense. Do you feel that in some respects, perhaps tech is often low on the priority list? I mean, obviously, you've got a great platform there for yep. business leaders to come together. And bringing that to the boardroom table, but do you feel that tech is often low on the priority list? I think it has been in the past. <clears throat> in fact, it's been, I mean, it's just been another cost that people didn't want to deal with. And certainly business directors didn't want to deal with it because they didn't really understand it. Now, I think it has a much higher profile and directors, boards are aware that, that that it is transforming whatever industry they're in. And also it's an increasing chunk of their cost base. So they have to understand it and they have to know about it properly. Indeed, absolutely. What, what do you think more, what more do you think could be done though, Jim, to, to enhance the awareness of good tech or to bring it to the boardroom table? I think, I think, um, Yes, there is a responsibility for the technology industry to to speak in business language and and be be very clear about what these technologies and stuff will do. But but at the end of the day, I think the I understand why many directors or boards are are sort of afraid of technology because it's incredibly foreign. But I think that they they have to get out of their comfort zone and they have to go to events like this. Now I wouldn't recommend that they go to a techie event because that will be a waste of time. But a sort of business-led event about technology, I think they have to find out more and, and they will end up going to some things where they'll be scratching their head. But I think they need to immerse themselves a little bit more and expose themselves just a little bit more to this kind of technology. Because if they don't do it, their competitors will be. And certainly younger people coming up will be. Yeah, good point. That's very, very valuable. If there's if there's one piece of advice or a, or a tip that you could give, a final tip that you could give for business leaders today, what would it be, Jim? 
I think one of the things that surprises me, you know, technology is fundamentally important to businesses now. Nothing happens without it. Orders aren't sent out. Money isn't collected. Nothing. People aren't hired. Nothing happens without um, IT, without technology. Yet most SMBs do not have a written technology plan. Yet this area is transforming businesses. So I think I would suggest is to write a technology plan, just a couple of pages. Where are you looking to go with technology? Are you looking for it to transform your business and in what ways? What What is your, your quarterly plan for the next, say, 12 to 24 months of the projects you need to do? And what are the budgets for this and what are the justifications? And people don't have that simple couple of page plan, but they almost certainly have it for every other part of their business. Yeah, that's a really interesting point you make thinking about it, Jim, in the sense of if you're looking at forecasting, budgeting, planning yeah. um, in terms of actually formalising the tech and really bringing that into the board discussion. And I think if people took up that challenge and they sat down with a blank page and they couldn't write a plan, I think they know in a technically technology-driven world, they then have got a problem because they, everybody needs to be able to write that. So if you can, then that's exactly where I think you need to go out and immerse yourself and spend more time understanding and learning about it. Very helpful. And I guess, you know, there's a starting point there somewhere. I'm sure there's there's foundation there, but there's a starting yeah. point there somewhere to, to bring that higher up on the agenda. Are you finding that from your experience, are you seeing a shift in that? Are you seeing companies embrace tech in this way? Yes, we definitely are. So one of the things that, you know, we started off as a help desk and we've involved this, the service that we provide, outsourcing and consulting service, we provide really dramatically to clients. An important part of what we now do is we do formal quarterly reviews with all of our clients that we do the support and help desk for. And we do exactly that kind of thing. We look at uh, what is the 12 to 20? What is the strategy? What is the plan? What are the bud budgets? And what are the issues that are coming up? And we present that in a way, once a minimum of once a quarter, more often if they want to, but a minimum of once a quarter, they can literally take that material and bring it into the board meeting. And in fact, now a number of our clients want, we, we employ a number of chief technical officers who work for our clients on a sort of part-time or fractional ba basis. And, and the ZipTech CTO that they use very often is now invited into the actual board meeting. Right. That's a shift. That, that would never have happened 10 years ago, even no. five years ago. No. And, and in fact, yeah, that shows the changes in the workplace, doesn't it? It does. And, and, and in terms of what we should be addressing. That's so helpful, Jim. Um, that's been really, really useful and helpful to have the chat with you today. Thank you so much for joining me, and it has been a pleasure talking to you. Lovely. Thank you very much indeed, Jane. You're welcome. And, and to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed our Talking me. Look out for future episodes coming soon from 10 to 2. Experts in flexible recruitment and consulting. <laughs>